Welcome to The Expert View. I'm Siobhan Creighton, and today I'm joined by Professor Emer Shelley, who is Dean of the Faculty of Public Health Medicine at the Royal College of Physicians of Ireland, and she's going to talk to us about contact tracing. So Emer, you're very welcome. Tell us, what is contact tracing? Contact tracing is important in public health to control many infectious diseases that we don't hear a lot about from day to day, but are the what's done on a routine basis in regional departments. So just to give you examples of the different kinds of contact tracing. You could have, for example, a case of measles where we're trying to eliminate it in Ireland. So once you're notified of a case, you take it really seriously and you really try to find out where they work, where they go to school, and you provide all of those people with information so that if they become sick, they can go to their healthcare provider and say, I have symptoms, I know I've been in touch with somebody with measles, please check me out. Uh, They'll also provide information to parents, to local health professionals and so on. So that's one way of doing it. And you try then if there's another case and if there's an outbreak, then you're always trying to link any other cases to that original case. And that means that you're getting the outbreak under control. So that's one example. Mumps now has had a lot of cases in Ireland in recent months and up to the start of the physical restrictions we had maybe 200 cases per week and in those instances you couldn't be chasing up every contact so what you do is you provide the same kinds of information to student health services to the students and parents advising vaccination and then another example would be in influenza where again it's very common so you wouldn't trace every case but you would Uh, In a nursing home or residential setting, you would want to know about cases and know, uh, monitor the situation in that way. So you don't actually contact trace for that, but you're very closely monitoring any cases that occur, again, with a view to advising and preventing the spread of the infection within the nursing home. So the type of contact tracing very much depends on the disease and the context. Contact tracing will be Uh, part of how we live with COVID-19 for the foreseeable future. Countries such as New Zealand uh, really prioritised contact tracing, but then they also closed all of their borders. They had relatively few cases, so it was possible for them to do that. In Korea, for example, uh, contact tracing very much involved uh, an app on people's phones, but it involved a lot of monitoring by central authorities that really would be questionable in Western democracies. They also knew that a lot of their cases had originated in a religious ceremony, a very large religious ceremony. So they had the capacity because they had built it up after SARS in 2003. So they had the capacity to really build up their tracing uh, or their testing in the first place, and then to advise people if they had been in a location that was near a confirmed case. Contrast that then with Italy and Spain, where they just had so many cases at the outset uh, that contact tracing really wasn't uh, something that they could feasibly do. So contact tracing in Ireland then fell somewhere between the countries that did a huge amount of it and countries that did relatively little of it. Uh, We had 
challenges in getting the logistics of having the testing available with the reagents and so on, but also uh, the capacity to do the contact tracing. And the plan now is that from the 18th of May, that all of those will be in sync so that the test will inform the contact tracing, which will be done very rapidly with additional testing if that's indicated, and thereby get much better information about where the disease is in the population and then the steps that need to be taken to control it. Who needs to be tested? If, if you're contacted, not everybody who's contacted needs to be tested. The priorities for, for testing at the moment are the close contacts of a confirmed case. Other priorities that we'd be familiar with are the healthcare workers or people who are in vulnerable positions such as those with long-term uh, conditions. But also prioritised now for testing are those household contacts of the healthcare workers and so on. So they're constantly expanding the list of people for priority testing. And the intention is that the results of those tests would be uh, fed back to people pretty promptly. Uh, but in the meantime, um, they will be given advice. And if they're in close contact, they are monitored for 14 days after they had that uh, contact. So it's hard to know how long contact tracing will have to stay in place, but presumably until the disease is suppressed or is it until we get a vaccine? The honest, COVID-19 will be on the list for contact tracing for decades possibly to come uh, because uh, if a case were to occur, then um, people would really want to know about it and trace up where did it come from and how might it be spreading within the population. But uh, people will be relieved to hear that the level of contact tracing will hopefully go down within a year or two. The big issue will be when there is a vaccine and it's fully provided across the population. In the meantime, we are likely to have waves of the disease and really the purpose of the slow winding down of the current restrictions is to monitor the disease in the population. And if it looks like it's going uh, too high, we've heard about the aura number, if it looks like it's going much above one, then restrictions might have to be implemented again, but uh, there would need to be sufficient contact tracing possible, sufficient resources for it uh, to do it very, very rapidly and effectively uh, to dampen down any such waves and to manage them. And that's the challenge really for the country. How do we balance the desire of everybody to get back to uh, the new normal, but uh, business as usual as much as possible, uh, while minimising the impacts on health? Professor Emer Shelley, thank you very much for your expert view.